Ladies and gentlemen, live from coast of the Carolinas by way of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is the moment sports betting fans around the world have been waiting for. It's time! Introducing the Fistful of Cash Podcast! What is going on, guys? You are tuned in to the newest episode of the Fistful of Cash Podcast. As always, I am your host, Dale Lippin. Bringing you the newest, the latest, and greatest of everything we got going on in the sports betting world. The new year is here. 2019 is in full effect. And we've got a lot to cover. Um, there's a lot of changes being made in-house. We're going to be announcing just about all of those next week. If you're a Patreon supporter, you're going to be wanting to pay attention to your Patreon picks this weekend. Uh, rather than giving them to you for the whole weekend in advance, we'll be doing it day by day to make sure you guys get your plays uh, probably going to be some college basketball, some NBA mixed in there. So if you guys are interested in college basketball and NBA packages as well, hit us up on social media, shoot us an email, fistful of cash, uh, podcast at gmail.com. That will be in the show notes as always. So if you guys want to get in touch with, the, with us that way, that's always a way to do that. Um, we are getting ready to roll out sport specific packages or, uh, it, it might manifest itself in daily packages, weekly, monthly, something to that effect. We're still ironing out the details. Everything will be ready for presentation next week. So appreciate everybody's patience with that. Uh, if you are already a Patreon supporter, one, thank you. Two, uh, that will stay the same. So you'll still get the the deal that you get now for being a Patreon supporter. That will continue. That will be the five extra picks each weekend for the $10 membership tier. Uh, go ahead and keep that. Uh, that that's going to stay the way that it is. We're going to keep the Patreon page up and running the way that it is, but we're also going to be switching over into individualized packages. So like I said, that'll be rolling out next week. So get ready for that. But flying solo tonight, uh, do want to just go ahead and dive right into this real quick. I do want to recap uh, the wild weekend that was UFC 232. The cheater himself, John Jones, got himself his belt back. Um, Looked extremely dominant against Alexander Gustafson. Uh, caught him with an inside leg kick early. Really damaged his leg and limited Gustafson's mobility basically to the point of being handicapped inside the cage. And it was only a matter of time. John looked big. John looked strong. Um, and he was he was aggressive. But again, those are all side effects of steroids. I know it's just supposed to be a picogram and it's a metabolite and it's a long-acting or residual. Um, Joe Rogan had... Jeff Nowitzki on his podcast after I made the statements that I made on this one regarding John Jones, it shed a little bit more light on the situation. Um, maybe my initial knee jerk reaction was a little bit harsh. However, I'm still not sold, uh, on the science of it, namely because they only had one science, uh, you know, one scientific source to, to, uh, basically substantiate the evidence that they were trying to present. And even then they weren't really sure it wasn't a repeatable testable hypothesis. So, um, those of you 
who, you know, ha- have taken any sort of, uh, scientific coursework in high school or college know that you have to have, you know, you're trying to strive for those repeatable results and they don't have it for this. So it's basically pseudoscience, if you will. Uh, I'm not really buying into it. Uh, you know, the UFC did John Jones is the light heavyweight champion of the world. There's not much else we can do about that. Outside of that, uh, Amanda Nunes absolutely starched Cyborg. Now we said on the podcast, it's one of those things where you got to go with Cyborg until proven otherwise. Well, we're definitely proven otherwise, but it was one of those rare fights where you see it. And at the end of it, you realize, oh, it it was probably going to go this way to begin with. Uh, you know, you sort of piece it together, you know, armchair quarterback it after the fact, uh, And you think, well, Nunez is faster. She throws punches straight. She's on, you know, she's got better discipline as far as technique goes. Um, And she does have power. Now, the the question was, was the power translate? Will will the power translate? It absolutely did. Um, uh, It it actually, you know, made it, uh, it made it in spades as far as the, the way, the moving up in weight. So kudos to her. Um, you know, Cyborg has a lot to work on, obviously, uh, you know, namely keeping her hands up that I guess from what I understand, Perillo's, uh, who Cyborg striking coach was like the whole, their whole game plan was to go in there and not act like Vanderlei Silva. And, uh, that's exactly what Cyborg did. She carried her hands low and she decided she was just going to go throw repetitive hooks over and over again. And the easiest counters to that is punches right down the center line. And she ate a bunch of them. So that was fantastic. Um, you know, definitely something worth watching uh, over and over again. Uh, Corey Anderson upset uh, Alir Latifi. Latifi looked good initially, but Anderson looks like he's really turned a corner as far as fighter development goes. That uh, he's calling for a shot against John Jones. I don't think necessarily that if you want to throw the air quotes up here, he's earned it, but it will be interesting to see who gets uh, the next shot at John Jones. I would imagine Anthony Smith. Um, I really don't want to see the Cormier rematch again. It's just too much. Um, at this point, they're like that couple that breaks up and gets back together over and over and over again. I, I, I'm just okay with that. Just that being done. Uh, let Cormier do his thing in the heavyweight division. John Jones, you know, run through two or three guys at light heavyweight, move up to heavyweight once Cormier's gone, fight Velasquez for the belt, something like that. Anything, really. Um, just the Cormier-John De- the Cormier John Jones thing at this point, man. We, we, we just got to move past it. And, you know, I, I hated that initially after the fight, everybody was just pushing for that again. Just let it go. Um, just absolutely, let, just, let's just move on. Um so, as far as football goes this weekend, I mean, it is wild card weekend. We do have some plays available. Uh, you know, there is some stuff that we want to talk about. Uh, so, the first game that I want to touch on, we got the Colts versus the Texans. <clears throat> Colts are coming in at plus one, uh, plus 100 on the money line. The total on the over-under here is at 48. I like the Texans minus one. We like the Texans minus one in the game. And I think that one of the things that's going to be a difference maker here, um, you know, is Houston's pass pass rush. Um, Andrew Luck has been nothing short of fantastic this season, but he is, you know, he is prone to mistakes when he's rushed. And you've got, you know, obviously 
uh, if J.J. Watt ends up playing, which I think that he will, because I, mean, I think the alternative was for them to cut his arm off, um, is basically what he was saying. You know, you got J.J. Watt, and you got your Davion Clowney, who we talked about last week or last week as well. You know, I think if they if if the Texans can get the pass rush going early and get pressure on on Andrew Luck and get him rattled, I think that could be the difference maker. Plus, you know, while the Colts are way better this year than than everybody thought that they were, you know, going to be, um, and like I said, Andrew Luck is playing absolutely out of his mind. I think that um, I think the Texans are just trending in the right direction. So I, I like this. I would. I have a feeling that um, you know the line is closer than it it should be for this game. Uh, so that's why we're taking the Texans minus one. Another game that we're interested in. You got Seattle taking on Dallas. Seattle one and a half point underdogs, plus one ten on the money line. Over-unders at 43. Zeke said he is ready to eat. Um, He said he is absolutely about that life. He wants to get after Seattle. Um, And, you know, I I think that this game has potential to be super low scoring. I really do. Uh, I'm really tempted uh, to suggest taking that over-under at 43. But, man, is that low. Um, it really is, especially cause Seattle has shown the capability to blow, you know, just absolutely blow up, um, both offensively and defensively this year. So, you know, if Zeke goes out there and has the game that he says he's going to have, it'd be real interesting to see how that shakes out. Um, you know, it's going to come down to more than anything else realistically is going to be Seattle's ability to stop Dallas, uh, on third down. So, you know, obviously you with Dak, you run the, uh, you run those, he's so inaccurate that they're not going to let him go deep that often. Um, I, I'd be surprised to see any passes over 20 yards, um, you know, in the air coming from him. Uh, so realistically, what we're looking at is probably, you know, a lot of third and four situations, and it's going to be Seattle's ability to, get that stop on third down. That's going to make the difference. And, you know, if you're Dallas, what you're going to need to do is you're going to have to figure out a way to contain Russell Wilson, which is tough, but it's also really tough whenever he's got good chemistry going. And, you know, Seattle is, is I think meeting and exceeding a lot of expectations this year. And, you know, who the, I guess you would say his favorite target uh, and Tyler Lockett is having a, probably a better year than than even Russell Wilson. I, I, it's just, you know, he's almost at 1,000 yards. It, it, he's just having a great season as well. He's not being talked about all that much, but good on him. Uh, and I think that, you know, if Dallas can sort of get Russell Wilson thinking, get him, you know, choosing different targets, it, they might be able to, you know, cause enough disruption and get, if they can get enough stops on defense that Dallas might be able to, um, you know, get, get a win here. All that being said, it's the playoffs. We're talking about the Dallas Cowboys. There's no chance, um, that I'm taking them and I'm suggesting a play on the da- on the Seattle money line at plus plus one ten here. That, that seems to be, uh, you know, the play that, uh, 
that the public's comfortable with. If, if you go to various websites, there's a lot of money coming in on that. That line will probably move. Uh, this thing might get pretty close to a pick em, you know, so we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, the last NFL play that I want to cover uh, is a two-team teaser with the Chargers and the Bears. And to explain that to you guys, you've got the Chargers are coming in at um, you got the Chargers coming in at plus three. You got the Bears coming in at minus six. If you do it, if you do an NFL six-point teaser on that, run that six-point teaser. That's going to put that at the Chargers plus nine, and it's going to just going to put the Bears at a pick 'em. So we're teasing through that six. Uh, at the Bears, so all we just need to do, all we just need is the Bears to win outright, and then that's going to move the Chargers down to a plus nine. Do I think that Baltimore is going to be able to beat the Chargers by two scores? I doubt it. Um, the Chargers are underrated as far as you know. One of the premier teams in the league this year, they're playing fantastic football. I would love it if this was the year that Philip Rivers made a push. Um, be great to see that guy, you know, achieve the lasting success that he is. Um, you know, I, I, the lasting success that he's deserving of. Yeah, I think is, about, is the best way to put it. You know, that guy's been balling out of control for years now, and he's sort of been slept on uh, every year. That you know, he seems to have a great year. Somebody else has a better year. Case in point, that with the year he's having it's overshadowed by Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees this year. So on any other year, if he's, if he puts up the same numbers, people are talking about him like, you know, this is MVP quality season. We'll see what happens. So with this one, we're, we're just going to tease. So we're going to tease the, the chargers from a plus three to a plus nine and the bears from a minus six to a pick them. So all we need is the bears to win and the chargers can't lose by more than nine and you guys are good to go on that. So it's a six-point NFL teaser on that, and that's going to bring the odds down to minus 120. So go ahead and feel free to bet accordingly on that. Last but not least, national championship game. Alabama-Clemson. Uh, realistically, guys, I just don't know. After the Oklahoma game, I, I just don't know how you go against Alabama. Um, I really would love to make a play on this game. Um, and I think that the play is Alabama minus five. That That's the play that the show is going to make is the Alabama minus five. The, the over under on the game is at 59 and a half. Um, I don't, it, it, this could be one of those games where, you know, Clemson's D line and Alabama's secondary just make the game a stalemate. It's very, very possible. I would be, I don't want to say I'd be shocked, but I think that the uh, over under at 59 is, it's either going to prove itself to be incredibly high or incredibly low. I don't think that they're going to hit it right on the head. Maybe they will. I don't know. Vegas continues to amaze me week at, week in and week out. Uh, but Alabama minus five is the play uh, for the national title game. 
no super in-depth breakdown on it. You know, obviously if you guys have been following uh, the season, the way we have, you know, we're not going to bring any new insight into this uh, that you haven't heard somebody else say, you know, it's just going to be a matter of who executes better on game night. These teams are very evenly matched. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, realistically, it's going to be one of those things where I don't necessarily know that it's going to be an instant classic, but it's, it's going to be a, a, an entertaining game for sure. So I would like to see, uh, I would like to see a super close game. I don't necessarily know that that's going to happen. Um, and you, you never know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Clemson will pull off an upset. I doubt it. Uh, again, Alabama till proven otherwise, they're just so good this year. Oh my gosh. They're so good. And, you know, obviously it's a national title game. You know, Saban's going to have his boys ready to go. Uh, not that Dabo won't, but still, uh, it's just, let's, let's not forget. And, you know, I guess everybody keeps waiting for him to have that freshman moment. Uh, but you know, Trevor Lawrence is still a freshman. So let's see what happens. Um, the play is Alabama minus five. That's that's what we're all most comfortable with. That's what uh, we're suggesting a play on. So real quick, you got Alabama minus five. You've got the teaser, um, and then we're going to take the uh, we're going to take the Texans as well. If you guys are interested in other picks for the weekend, player props, anything like that, like always, hit us up on social media. We're doing a quick show this week. Nothing crazy. Nothing wild. Uh, you know. We just want to be able to let you guys get in, listen, get your picks into the book, and we'll go from there. Uh, you know, we crushed UFC last weekend. Um, if you don't follow us on social media, please do. And I say that because, especially in particular with UFC events, uh, as it gets closer, I will post my just, you know, not – not round, not fight, not finish, whatever predictions. I will just pick winner or I will just post winners and losers for the fights prior to. So if you're interested in just keeping track of how we do throughout the course of an overall card, go for it. Um, you know, we we continually do rather well on that. Uh last event we were 8 and 5 prior to that uh, the event prior, we were nine and three overall on the card, just picking winners and losers. There's not a lot of people out there that can boast numbers that are better than that. Um, and you already know that we do more than decent. You know, we sit right around the 65% range when it comes to football. So by all means, guys, if you don't follow us on social media, please do so. We put some stuff out there from time to time. Uh, and like I said, next week, we've got uh, a lot of in-house announcements coming up and, uh, we will go from there. So until then, I will talk to you guys on Tuesday. If I don't talk to you on social media between now and then, you guys be good to each other, be well, be nice, and I will see you guys later.